Are you guys ready for this? I know that you're clicking it. I know you're ready and you see it. Are you ready? Look, Rob Liefeld is here. He's a creator of Deadpool. Are you kidding me? This is awesome. Look, I've talked to Rob many times before in person. I've actually never done a show with him on air before. All the times a collider and all this other shit. Never done a show with him before. And I reached out to him. Uh, he's always been very gracious with his time. He's always been uh, he, anytime I've ever seen him or, or back and forth on social. I was like, hey, man, I'm having some guests on on Big Thing. Would you want to come on? He's like, yeah, let's do it. So he's coming on today. and We're going to talk about a lot of stuff. I want to talk to him about things that maybe he's talked about on other shows with Koi Jandrew, who is here today. Also, I know how much Koi Jandrew loves Rob Liefeld. And I was like, hey, man, I'm having Rob on the show and I'd love to have you on with me. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. I'll find the time. And he absolutely found the time. So Koi Jandrew is going to be here because I'm sure that they've had a conversation about Deadpool and how that all came to be. I don't know a lot of it. I want to learn that. But besides that, if you follow Rob on Twitter, you should. He talks about like, he's, he's like us. He talks about all the shit that he's watching. And even, even when I asked him off air, he's like, I'm watching Ozark. Me too. He's like, I'm watching the Star Wars stuff. Me too. And he said, and he said to me, he's like, just got to make sure we talk about Dr. Strange. I said, dude, we're, we're speaking the same language here. So I'm so excited to have him on. I've always been a massive fan of his, and I can't wait to bullshit with him. But before we do that, I want to make sure you guys, I'm just asking for a little bit of class. Just an ounce. That's all you got to do. Just just an ounce of class. And that's all. And if you do it, then then you, you, you've you done your duty. You've subscribed. You you have hit the notification button, all that. Don't forget about the Patreon tiers. We've 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 added SEN Live three times a month. We've got some new rewatches. It looks like it might be the thing. Might be the rewatch, apparently, or first time for me. And then lastly, subscribe to this channel or the, the podcast feed, if you will, the Apple podcast, the Spotify, all of that, because you know you want to do that. We're growing in, we're growing in both Apple and Spotify. All right, everybody. It is the big thing, and today's big thing is Mr. Rob Liefeld. Let's get at it. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's the big thing. Now, joining me, you've been watching our Batman rewatches and our Spider-Man talks, and you know this guy. It's Koi Jandrew. Koi. I'm pretty pumped, man. You remember when we were walking around New York and I was, we were talking about Schmodown and we were talking about like when we were doing the spectacular and I was like, you know, what I really want to be there. You know, I really want to get there. It <laughs> was Rob Liefeld. And I was like, we got to get Rob out there. And then finally we get a chance to talk to him together on this show together. Every um, time. And he is as enthusiastic about everything as you think. So he's the perfect, a perfect candidate for the show. All right. Well, as much as I love talking to you, I'd, I've talked to you enough. Ladies and gentlemen, the one and the only, the creator of Deadpool. He is. Rob Liefeld. What up, man? How are you? You guys, thank you. I, I'm not dead. You, you're talking about like, like, like he's still got a pull. He's still, he's still so he can do it. Um, yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. Um, uh, okay, guess what? What? Uh, FedEx is at my door. Oh my gosh. This is, ma'am, do I, do I have to sign? Ma'am, do I have to sign or can I just say thank you? I have to sign. <laughs> go, go for it, Rob. <laughs> I'm Rob. Go forth. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> and what an that is an introduction. <laughs> a first uh, for, for me ever. Okay. The, uh, I literally, the FedEx car, I saw it pulling around. I'm in my, my cul-de-sac and, and, and uh, these people love me, but today of all day, they need a signature. They never need a signature. And, I, and my office overlooks my beautiful front yard and I, you can't miss me. I'm right here. So sorry, guys. 
What a way to start a show. Anyway, going back to the fact that I do have a pulse. You do. Uh, you guys are, oh, he's still so excited. Of course I'm excited. This stuff excites me. You, you don't understand. And thank you for having me on. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. The FedEx delivery <laughs> lady on the show. That interaction on the show. Because that's why we do live, right? If I mean, here we are. So thanks. for And Coy, great to see you. Christian, great to see you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, man. It was like, as I was saying in the intro, Rob, I know that we, we had just, I think actually the first time you and I had ever met was our, our late great um, uh, angel above John Schnepp introduced us yes. years and years uh, ago. And we always, done. yeah, he was the, he was absolutely the best. Yeah. And, and then I think that we used to start getting into a conversation because we're both like Star Wars fans and we were getting into all, all those conversations and we just, we just never did a show on the air together. But I was, uh, as I was looking through and saying, all right, people i need to talk to and you're one of them and one of the things i always wanted to talk to you about and again apologies if you guys talked about this on heroes back in the day but with the deadpool both the movies yeah the character in general i never really know i don't really know the story on how how you created him i don't i don't know the whole thing would you do you mind giving a giving a break trust me i i uh i have to do it all the time i mean it it it, it comes with the uh if i do an appearance you know uh always there's 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 kids parents and uh, the, the great thing is I have a um, I have I don't have a cool like video set up like yourself, but I have a podcast called Rob Observations. And so I'm going to give you the 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 bite sized version of this. But I actually last year, because it was his 30th anniversary, I did a five part. I took the whole month of January because because he really does. He, he crosses you go 30 years with the character. You're going to you're going to watch that character become a whole lot of stuff. But look, Deadpool was created out of necessity. First, foremost, always. I had created a character named Cable. Josh Brolin uh, 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 appeared as Cable in Deadpool 2. He did a phenomenal job. I could not have been more thrilled. But in the comic books, Cable came along as as uh, as as I was tasked with turning this book around, which was really the the honestly, it was the dog of the X Men line. When you're lagging several hundred thousand uh, back from like the third place book, and there was only four of them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you got to do what you got to do. So I introduced my kind of futuristic super soldier cable and audiences flipped and and that earned me the job of writer there that when i came on they said look we want to you know change everything up and we want to give you the full writer artist but it's going to take a while you you know we've got a transition it was my editor actually was very thoughtful to everybody involved but when they finally said rob you know we're eight issues in we're going to give you your shot i mean that that you're nervous you're like i gotta land this plane i have I absolutely have to land this plane. So New Mutants 98 is my debut as the writer. And that is why there is three brand new characters, uh, Deadpool Domino and a character named Gideon who could still see glory that we have not seen him achieve yet. But anyway, no, uh, Zazie Beetz uh, portrayed Domino in, yeah. in the movie as well. So so it's, it's great that New Mutants 98 kind of brought everybody together. But um, I, I tell people, because this is so fascinating to me, because again, I, I, I was talking to this on my own show the other day recency bias is driving me crazy people will, <laughs> people will watch the batman trailer with pattinson and matt reeves and go oh man that's from this comic book that came out last week no it's not that's not true you're denying the people who rightfully did that work okay and because all you want is for what's in front of you right now to have mattered more than history and and, and history you know history matters and the reason I love talking about this is at the time I created Deadpool, my friend, Spider-Man had become as grim and gritty, almost unrecognizable because everybody was trying to get that Dark Knight, Frank Miller, 
vibe because you know now the other day they're like oh batman doesn't kill him like i'm pretty sure in dark knight 2 he snaps a guy's neck and leaves him in the mud so not sure where fandom falls on this <laughs> but um but that i mean dark knight was just i mean superman and batman threatening to kill each other i mean for real um uh i mean it was uh, green arrow's arm is torn off he has to fire his bows with his mouth i mean frank miller just yeah, he changed comics forever and people forget because it was more than 10 years ago yeah yeah and, and, and but at the time creators all wanted to now emulate this new they knew that audiences wanted something a little more uh, i'll say grisly and uh and, and so todd mcfarlane had kind of done the bouncy Spider-Man that everybody loved, but now he wanted to do the darker version. And if you look at like the first year of Todd McFarlane doing this, and it was a best-selling rendition of Spider-Man, but Spider-Man was dreary as hell. He is, imagine six issues of the dreary Andrew Garfield who walks through the port the, the portal, who's just like, oh, I'm so depressed and no one loves me and no one saw my movies. And I mean, like, like that is the Spider-Man we were getting, okay? Like, like shadow, heavy shadows. Todd cast a ton of just, Spider-Man was always darkened in shadows. Mary Jane was dancing all night. He was, you know, she was out at the clubs in, in micro minis because Todd wanted to portray Mary Jane as sexy as possible, but she and Peter were having problems. The bottom line is, one thing Todd McFarlane isn't, he's not funny. And he didn't write a funny Spider-Man. And the Spider-Man that I grew up with was funny. The Spider-Man in the 19, in 1975, 1976, yes, I'm that old people, um, pulling those off the spinner racks. He was always punching you, making a wise crack. And that Spider-Man had been kind of table. So I, I wanted to very much cash in on the Spider-Man of my youth. And I went to Marvel and, and also very much, uh, needed a fully masked character. We could do a whole episode on fully masked characters and actually how popular they are, but also how simple they are. And sometimes you need that release valve when you're working. The guys who draw Spider-Man, they get it. They know what I'm talking about. And and the guy who was drawing Spider-Man, Todd was taunting me all the time going, oh, bud, 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 <laughs> you're, you're drawing the eyes and the nose and the mouth and the hair and and and, and, the, and the ears. And, and I'm doing an oval and two ovals. I'm done. I'm done. And I heard that all the time. Harlan impression. It's so solid. Really good. I decided to answer. uh, I I said, I will see your Spider-Man and raise you a Deadpool. And if we put webs on him, if I draw right now markers and put webs, you're going to see the Spider-Man. But I went to Marvel. I said, I want to do, I want the guy who's hunting Cable to be a mercenary along the lines of the Boba Fett that I grew up and loved. I never heard of a mercenary or bounty hunter until I heard of Boba Fett in my youth. And I said, but Deadpool is the Spider-Man I grew up with. He's the asshole, the smart ass. But I said, Deadpool is Spider-Man with guns and swords. And they're like, yeah, whatever. Cable is selling a million copies. We're good. Whatever you want to do, Lightfeld, do it. And then I said, oh, by the way, um, because I love Wolverine so much, can I – can I tie him into Wolverine's origin? And and they had, and, and this is the end of the answer. Christian, Wolverine was called Weapon X. And I said, is that X Roman numeral? I, I think it is. Because he's, you know, is he Weapon 10? And they're like, yes, that's it. I said, so so Deadpool is Weapon 9 before they figured it out. And I, I, had, I had formulized all of this. Yeah. And this is the big bomb drop. Walking out of the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito classic twins. Oh, yeah. Because you have genetically altered people in that movie, okay? Did right? You know, that's and, awesome. 
That's and, uh, and and when at the end of the movie, because I'm a longtime comic book fan, but I'm like, okay, we now know why they're twins. They were created in a lab. And I don't know if you remember that scene, but the doctor says, you know, Schwarzenegger goes, well, 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 how are we twins? And the doctor says, well, we we when we created you, we used all the good stuff. Yeah. And and Arnold says, I'm the good stuff. I'm the good stuff. And 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 then and then Danny DeVito goes, but what about me? And the doctor goes, uh, you were all the bad stuff. And, and Danny DeVito goes, I'm all the bad stuff. And then Arnold goes, you're the bad stuff. And the audience roars. And I'm like, Deadpool was the bad stuff. They didn't, they, they, they hadn't made an omelet yet. They, they were cracking, you know, eggs and, and burning them. And so, so Marvel went hook, line, sinker. Deadpool appears, New Mutants 98, sells out, blows out. And we already, at that point now, we're selling like 800,000 copies. When I took over New Mutants, it was selling 100,000 copies. So audiences dug him. Marvel's biggest uh, mail-in, back when people used to write letters and put them in envelopes and mail them to the publisher, uh, their biggest response ever, they called me two weeks later, they go, we need this Deadpool guy in a lot more comics. <laughs> like, they're like, the audience loves him. And so we we responded in kind, and there's your, that's the shortest I can give that answer. <laughs> I, I love that answer, but did you just, did you know right away, because obviously the passion and, and the idea of putting this all together, but did you know once it started, you're like, oh shit, this one, this, it's going to catch. It's really, it's, this, this is. Uh, it's, when I, when I saw the pages colored up, I knew I had something. Um, Look, look, Cable had really, you understand, New Mutants, they said, we're going to cancel it unless you turn it around. Yeah. And, and I was able to turn it around. And, and, and so, you know, but, but, but still cable in and of himself, they're like, ah, I don't know that people are going to like him. He's kind of old. People don't want to, people don't like old characters, Rob. Why is his hair receding? And I'm like, well, cause he's Bruce Willis on, on, on Arnold Schwarzenegger's body. I mean, everything I saw in film, I would just apply to my comic page, but, but, but cable was that they doubted everything and it kept succeeding. So if you're asking me, did I think Deadpool was going to work? Yes. Um, did I, I thought Domino was going to work too. I never had great faith in Gideon and his green ponytail, but, um, but, 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 but I had, I had him there anyway. He completed my, 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 my introduction, but look, yes, I knew what was going on. Look, I, I'm, I said to my friend the other day, so if I said it to them, I can say it to you right now on the air. I, I, I'm kind of a comic book savant. I find I figured out myself and what makes me tick and why I look at things the way I do. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with predicting trends. I'm obsessed with if something's working, I want to go all the way into that and I can generally source it really well. But I have had a great track record of anticipation. Um, you know, I, I told my son, I go, he, he, he was, you know, call me some name. And I said, no, 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 I'm an anticipator. That's what I am. I'm an anticipator. And so I anticipated a need. We fed it. It rocked. Now, that said, because Deadpool was on toy shelves. This is what people don't understand. Deadpool was on toy shelves in the big box stores, Target, Walmart, Toys R Us, KB Toys, all across the nation uh, a year later. And, and so was Cable. So now he's on toy shelves. And a lot of people tell me my first encounter with them was on buying him off toy shelves. I mean, th this was not just comic stores. I'm talking if you took little Billy down the aisle in Target or Walmart, they, those toys, X-Force toys, Deadpool toys were there. Then eventually he gets into video games. And where Marvel gets all the credit for keeping him and making him as relevant as he became prior to Ryan Reynolds, making him a global phenomenon, is he was in four straight games across four years, about 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010. Marvel just kept dropping him in and making him the most important character in each game. The Lego Marvel game, when it finally launched, 
I think that's 2013. I get a call from an executive at Warner Brothers. I will not re reveal this executive's name, but I could not believe this. I'm like, hey, what's up? We haven't talked in a while. Yeah, yeah, how you doing, Rob? Phony, 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 phony. <laughs> hey, here's why I'm calling. Uh, do you think you can give me the code to unlock Deadpool? Because my kid, <laughs> my kid wants to get to Deadpool in this Lego game. He's the ultimate unlockable character. Will you provide that for us? And I said, I don't have that access. <laughs> Lego didn't get, oh, okay. Hey man, hope things are good. Bye, click. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I had like the second in command at Warner Brothers calling me to see if I could hook this kid up to get him. Because once you you had to reach the end of the Lego game, you unlocked Deadpool. Not at level four, like level 14. I mean, you had to really, so I'm people think I have the cheat codes for this stuff, right? <laughs> and, and, and look, Warner guy, if you're still there, I would have given it to you. If, if I had it, I would have given it to you. I didn't have it. So, well, well, so speaking of the movies, though, I got to ask you this because this is something because as because listening to you and uh, and even following you on Twitter, you are you can tell you're a massive movie fan. And then hearing all that stuff about like even what you said that Bruce Willis you know, on, on Schwarzenegger stuff, the yeah. stuff that you were doing. So uh, just to bring in some, I guess, some, some some heartbreaking moments in your life and maybe it wasn't. But when you're so when Deadpool starts to really get uh really popular and the comic book movie starts to to boom and then they're like hey we're gonna put him in a movie and it turns out he's in x-men uh, wolverine right. uh and so at that point do you lose your fucking mind when you see what they do to him in that movie uh i was very disappointed but i i, I knew that they were mistreating him a year out and okay. so brace yourself was, for it I begged them to do an after credits with him in the mask coming out i i was literally six weeks before it premiered uh, and they were already freaking out because the movie had leaked online, and and that and and they they estimate that cost them hundreds of millions of dollars, which I think it probably did because I put so last night January twenty uh, seventh or uh, uh, was the date that they released the promo shot of Hugh and um, Gambit and Ryan and. Uh, uh, Sabretooth. It was a really memorable, iconic shot that really pro held a ton of promise. And and Ryan is in his red tank top. You know, Hugh Jackman's in his white tank top. It's a great scene. I put that up because it was 13 years ago that they put that out to get people juiced about you know what was coming in May. And I went to a convention that weekend. I remember it, that 2009. I went to a convention in Arizona, and that shot people were freaking out. Oh my gosh, the anticipation was there. Well, then the movie leaks. I actually am on the lot with the executive that's running the everything six weeks. And I said before, and we know they can shoot things. And I mean, they're changing. They're editing No Way Home as it's in the theater. Right. Like, like they're, they're uploading new. I mean, they can do this. They can splice stuff so fast. And I am. And, and after a year of being told, I was told over and over again. Gambit is the most important character in this movie. You, you're, you, you've got way too much focus on Deadpool. I'm like, man, you do not. Go to message boards. You are not in. You do not know what you're talking about. Like right. the Deadpool needs to be your priority. Here. I said, go to the soundstage. I'm literally because obviously, if you've been to the Fox lot, you can't throw a rock and not hit multiple sound stages. So I said, go to the sound stage today. Have have special effects. Have them do a mask overnight. Okay. Um, get a guy to come out of the shadows with a a, a gun and a katana. Just you'll get two hundred million dollars in screaming fans. That let that be here, and they're like, "Oh no, 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 we have a really funny, funny, you know, after credits where where the the head is crawling." I don't know if you remember this; it's it's god awful, terrible. Um, but like, this is an era where they just didn't know what the hell they were doing. Right. Absent Hugh Jackman's charisma and dedication. 
to to those films and that character that those movies would have broken against every rock i mean on the shore i mean they just they they, they really you know I, they really righted the ship prior to deadpool with days of future past which i will go mm. down in the mud wrestling with you what a great awesome movie that, that that movie is they were getting things right they really got it right again deadpool logan but look wolverine origins i just after the opening with ryan cutting the bullets with the katanas that movie doesn't exist to me i i, I close my eyes and i go <laughs> that's it that's a wrap awesome that 10 minutes of wolverine origins is fantastic right coy come on that's i i get it's it's Deadpool, but I gotta know if you watched Blade Trinity and saw Deadpool being born there with Hannibal King. Oh no! no Did no, you yeah. see the beginning of Ryan there? Yeah. Uh, when I went and saw it, I felt like, did they? Because because I'm gonna tell you something. Hannibal in the comics was nothing like Ryan Reynolds' portrayal of him. Hannibal in the comics, uh, who 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 uh, was introduced in Tomb of Dracula and then went on to encounter Blade was this kind of grim, not a snarky, funny guy. But so, yeah, when, when I'm watching Ryan, and I think that's when the New Line guys who had the rights to Deadpool at the time talked to Ryan about it. But when Ryan was announced at Deadpool, like, like let's go to that. Like, when Ryan was announced, it's like, oh, my gosh, they stuck the landing. This is going to be huge. And then, yes, to how do you sew his mouth shut and give him The Cyclops. Merc with the Mouth, the character. It's like, it's like blinding yeah. Cyclops. Like, so, what are you look, doing? You know what? I'm going to tell you, Christian, uh, uh, about about a month, no, five weeks, six weeks before Deadpool 2 came out, uh, David Leach had me over to his, uh, the director of Deadpool 2 had me over to show me. He goes, you're going to get kicked. You're going to kick, going to get a kick out of this. They had told me like in February of that year, because they showed me a rough cut. They go, we haven't done the after credit scene. You're going to dig it. And he showed, <laughs> he showed me how Ryan goes back. And basically eliminates that movie. You know, Deadpool goes back to collect yeah. the timeline, oh, yeah. right? So in my mind, I'm like, you know what? Ryan in the tank top, slicing. Because you, you got to remember, the trailer for Wolverine Origins. Again, so much promise, okay? Yeah. And 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 when he is jumping over and slicing the bullets in half, you're like, they're upping the Matrix. Because everyone was out trying to outdo the Matrix still. Like, we can slow things down and we will slice a bullet with a blade. And you're like, oh shit, oh shit. This movie's gonna rock, and then you go, what? Oh, I, I anticipated awful. And the thing that to this day, and I do this on stage when, whenever I go uh, to, to shows because it has to be done, you know, full full figure. I stand there and I go, here's the thing that I when something takes you so far out of the movie, when when he steps forward with his mouth shut, and these blades come out of his forearms, these giant katana blades, but they're like six feet long, and you're like. How does that retract back up your arm? Because then that locks your elbow. So you <laughs> walk around like this. Because, you know, how are you? That blade is too long. If you retract it, what's it going up to your bicep? And then, like, I mean, it, the whole thing was so poorly constructed that I just went, I, I don't understand. How did that come out of him? And does it melt on its way back in? And then and it just doesn't make sense. Were you, were, you at the, were you at the premiere for that movie? I was not. I was not. Um, okay. But, 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 but let me tell you something. Here's yeah. the great thing. After all my warnings, after all of my cautionary, like you guys are like, dude, Lauren Schuler Donner calls me six weeks after Wolverine Origins. And they say, we need you in our offices. We are going to do a Deadpool. We know we have something good here. We screwed it up. And we want to make it right. Good for them. And we, and we want you in the room. And suddenly now, after not being taken seriously, I am sitting at a table 
in the summer in August of 2009 with 15 people writing furiously about what is it? You know, I mean, they're, they're like, who should be his girlfriend? Siren or Vanessa? Vanessa. I go, Vanessa. Okay. Siren's out. Okay. Uh, should Cable be? In? No. I said, I, I, I said this to them. I feel so bad. I'm betraying Cable. But but Ryan needs his own movie to get everything in there. And Cable in, in the first movie will only complicate things, make it clean. And, and then they're like, well, what's this? And, and should we do it? And I jammed with them on two uh, consecutive story meetings. And then, you know what? Uh, I think it was about three months later, they announced that they hired Rhett and Paul and Zombieland had just come out. Mm-hmm. And I fell off, I literally fell off my chair. I'm like, oh my gosh! Because Zombieland one is so genius, right? Paul yeah. and Rhett are phenomenal. And then, a, you know, literally six months later, I read that screenplay and, and, and I'm like, uh, so we're making this movie tomorrow, right? I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it's like, it would have quit in Tarantino in all his, at, at his peak, Tarantino walked in and said, I got you. I, I can do this. It's R rated. You know, it's, um, it, it's told out of order. It's nonlinear. It, it's so Tarantino, but the, the, the language, the relationship, but the heart, I just thought it was a no brainer. And then it was literally kicked the ball down for, for six years. Yeah. Cause you're talking 2009 yeah. here at this point. So when, and the movie comes out 2016. So when it finally, and it's great. And by the way, I'm, it's a great story to hear because you don't get that a lot of the times where, where a production company will call up and say, Hey, we, we, we messed up, man. Like the sit down and the fact that they, they take the creator. Well, you know where it is actually happening right now. My, my daughter is a massive fan of the Percy Jackson books. Right. And, and so the, and and they didn't listen to Rick Rodan, I believe. So they didn't listen to him at all in his in in for his input in the movies. And they came out very similar to what you were just talking about. And now he's writing the scripts for the TV show. So um, so that so it happens. It's rare, but it happens. And so it happened with you. And then it happens for the movie is announced. And I remember they did the big announcement of how it was going to be. And then they announced that it was rated R. Did you always know leading up to it, it was going to be rated R? Because there was always that thing are they going to go pg-13 are they going to are they going to so, go after it so the first draft is hard r hard yeah. i mean like yeah. the, the language the sex the violence and at that point i, I felt like again you got to remember so and, and, and let me pivot and stop right here i'll tell you why they were going to take another crack at it even though they missed even with all of the two factors even with all of the misgivings and 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 ill that wolverine origins had it made a lot of money it opened at like $90 million. Okay. They knew, and, and that summer is when people fell in love with Ryan because four weeks later, people forget he came out with the Sandra Bullock romantic proposal. So, so, and, and then middle of the summer, he's on the cover of entertainment weekly shirtless coming out of the pool with 20 abs. And you're like, <laughs> how many abs can one person have? Okay. So Ryan, Ryan Reynolds is now, they love him in the proposal. Uh, women love him. Men lo- aren't threatened by him. They love him. And he's hella funny. Has been since Van Wilder. Has been since the Pizza Place show. Um, I mean, the guy is, I-, I think they go, if we can bottle this and get this right, it's worth a try. Uh, Ryan was a producer at this point, too. They-, they had given him a producer deal on doing Deadpool. But the R-rated script, I felt like, so by 2009, remember, we're, we're-, we're now three Spider-Man movies. Four X Men movies. Right, we've right. got uh, uh, we've got uh, two Hulks because the the Bonner Hulk and then the, uh, the 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 Ed Norton Hulk came out in two thousand eight. 
I mean, you've got Iron Man. You're you're just on the Marvel side alone. You've got eleven films that you've already partake. You know, between I, I hate to say the Fantastic Four and the Daredevil movies, but the Ghost Rider movie. I mean, we probably have fifteen now that I counted out. Prior to this, I felt like you got to go R. It's the way to separate yourself from the pack. Yeah. And like I said, the craziness in here. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna establish something. While they were making Deadpool two, in between one and two, and then Logan had already been made. My Disney executive buddies, who had had, I would regularly have dinner with. By regularly, I mean six times a year. Uh, one meeting started. I, I cannot. I have to refrain from imitating the voice here because it'll get me in trouble and give away. <laughs> so the, the executive walks in and goes, "Yeah, I'll just do it in Rob Liefeld voice. Got to got to keep it Rob Liefeld." Okay, the executive <laughs> walks in and says, "Yeah, thanks a lot. F you." And I'm like, "What?" He's like. They were so lost. Fox was lost. They didn't. They they couldn't find you know a a a, a bag of chips oh, on, wow. on the grocery aisle. He goes, but but you gave them the flashlight and you showed them where the mouse hole is, and now they're all crawling through it to the other side because because the formula they've discovered a Deadpool, Deadpool R ratings, Logan. He goes and he and the guy literally says, "F you, we're gonna have to f you, we're gonna have to pay a billion dollars for this now." He goes, "We we were we were about to get it all for five hundred million dollars." Now and I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's not my problem. Like, but like, <laughs> this, is how, this is how people. This this is how the other side saw it. But go back, and you go, Deadpool one. So 2016 Deadpool, Logan 2017, 2018 Deadpool two. Uh, I mean, between the two Deadpool movies, now you're making billions. Right. The, the, they both make 800 million. Then Logan makes 750, whatever. So Fox is like and, and i remember uh, now i'm going to fox and, and, and again they were so good to me uh all throughout deadpool all throughout deadpool 2 and i go to see the executives there and they're like hey do you like the new banner and i'm like i, I didn't want to notice mention it but yeah like they, they had taken two giant walls on the lot and and painted it deadpool and the movie hadn't been in theaters for like three months and wow. he's like the fox exec looks at me and says deadpool is our most important asset yet it's the most successful franchise we have and i'm like uh uh okay awesome yeah. and then i think disney's like no this this is not good and, and and trust me another executive explained to me the reason why the the, the desire to grab the marvel catalog from fox was so great because i'm like explain it to me Ex what am i not seeing he goes rob it's release dates it's holding theaters it's whole they were so pissed when deadpool 2 moved up and shrunk the window between endgame and solo right. Fox right, said, right. hi, hey, Disney, you know how you have Solo three weeks out of Endgame, uh, Infinity War? We're going to drop Deadpool right in the middle there and suck up $800 million. And, and, and this went with what I was told a year ago. Theaters, screenings, holding screens, holding mm -hmm. IMAX screens, not giving them up for even seven-day windows. And, and here's the deal. The next year I saw the full flex, because I don't know if you guys remember, it was right before the pandemic. I sometimes think God punished us because of what Disney did. <laughs> God punished us as a society because Disney finally was like, watch this. We're going to give you $8 billion franchises. We're going to do uh, whatever, Toy Story 4, um, uh, uh, the, the, the last Star Wars, uh, Endgame, Lion King, uh, 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 Captain Marvel, and then there's another Disney one, Aladdin. Dude, wow. 
They all made a billion dollars and they held screens and they held IMAXs. And and it was like, it was like, and and then at D23, Iger walks out like, I'm retiring because I'll never top this. Um, (laughs) It was Jordan Jordan hitting that shot and walking off the court. He's like, I have just delivered to you the greatest experience any studio has ever had. All of our top releases, you know, did a billion. Um, There's something else. It was Lion King. Um, I, I'm telling you, man, that, that was the craziest summer. Everything they released, just not summer, that entire calendar year. Toy Story also, wasn't it? Toy Story 4? Toy, yeah. Toy Story 4. Again, yeah. the Star Wars movies, two Marvel movies. Right. The, the remake of the cartoons are Lion King and Aladdin. Yeah. Um, and, and there was something else that I'm not hitting on. Uh, there's a blind spot in there. But but it was an enormous run uh, of films yeah. that, that were making uh, th- this amount these billions this yield and he's like rob it's 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 also not competing by 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 taking them and absorbing them we're not competing with them so it's like we're doubling and i'm like uh, i still don't know how you get to four billion on that but okay like yeah. okay okay done i i so, know i wandered here no, i know way off the rails bring us back christian so while, while we're on uh billion dollar marvel yeah. i've noticed a lot of life imitating art when it comes to deadpool so you've got mm-hmm. a very dark dreary spider-man deadpool movie works out you've mm-hmm. got a very dark dreary deadpool deadpool ryan reynolds movie solo works out mm-hmm. we've got a very dark dreary time with fox over at disney yeah. and now theoretically we do have deadpool entering the marvel universe as an r-rated character so that's yeah. three going on four times deadpool in his r-ratedness has saved an entire entity if you count uh, x-force originally and i want to jump in there though as you yeah. rob because when it comes to that that's the thing though with disney and you i know you have a relationship with them does it make you nervous that deadpool's over at disney because with fox it was balls to the wall it was that character that you created and it was the guy that you know is that hard r are you you think that we're going to get the same we're going to get the same guy that we've seen the last two movies so okay in answer your question let me look right into the camera am i nervous yes (laughs) yes fair and 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 that uh of course i am um dude i i I, look man what i don't know what's going on um and 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 that answer actually set off my dog so now (laughs) i yelled too hard i scared him but uh the thing is uh of course look here's the deal okay you know when i said like i'm a comic book savant like it was the minute I saw the trailers for what they were coming out, which with it all all got bumped on the schedule. But the bottom line, 2021 was a everything they gave you was born of the 1970s. Shang Chi, Shang Chi was introduced. Black Widow, um, it, it really took off in the 70s as a solo character. After I mean, she came around in the late 60s, but but then uh, the Eternals, completely born of the 70s. Like like, and, and there's a part of me that was like. And, and again, the thing with the Black Widow is um, in Taskmaster in the 80s, Red Guardian. I mean, everything they showed you in Black Widow is the bottom line. It's it's the Bronze Age of comics. In 2021, we got this, bron- which is my childhood. And again, there's the Golden Age, Silver Age, Bronze Age, Modern Age. Okay. And I keep going, can, can we just have the X-Men? Um, can, can, can we just, like, like you know what? Like, just give us what we want. Uh, what I want is, 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 I want to see the Fantastic Four. I want to see the X Men. I want to see, like like those characters. Like the irony of it, Christian. You can put me to the test here because I've done it already, and, and it, it can't be cracked. Iron Man as an MCU film hit number one every time. Iron Man has never test me on this. Never hit the number one slot as a comic book. 
So it really was a lesser celebrated entity. And that's what Feige did so well. And I paid my $250. I, I ordered my history to MCU giant 50 pound. You can barely lift it. It's like two. They don't send those to you for free. Say what? They don't send those to you for free. They should be yeah, sending yeah. those to you for free yeah. for the rest of your life. Deadpool and Cable aren't in those. Um, so, so yeah, no, no, no. again, MCU, MCU, which is different than that Fox U, right? But but I and I and, and look what they did is they took a bunch of characters that Wall Street, the financial markets said were not as worthy as X-Men and Spider-Man, right? And I think now I gotta be honest, and if this is me in trouble, whatever, it's not the first time my my you know mouth gets me in trouble. Uh Sony is never giving Spider-Man back. That, that, like, it's astronomically expensive. I mean, maybe if Jeff Bezos buys Disney, <laughs> he can then buy Spider-Man, right? But I mean, like, if 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 if, if the Spider-Man catalog was a hundred billion, like a, a week ago, it's you know whatever, ten billion, fifty billion. The, the sky's the limit, right. and you can see on the smile. Remember, the man who would not push the button and make Deadpool was named Tom Rothman. That's a guy. It's like he, he, he didn't utilize his quarterback. Right. And he, and he got fired. And now he's gone to the next NFL team. And he's like, I, I'm, I'm running the offense the way it's supposed to be run now. And, and I, cause he gets it. Now he's like, we have access to the Spider-Man world. Right. And, and you know, the Venom movies do a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. The Venom movies do a billion dollars. Okay. So, so now you've got like, all anybody you go on you go online and all when's the mcguire garfield movie when's garfield gonna fight venom and it's like wait when did tom holland like like disappear okay like it's all like if you and i talked to another guy who has a giant site and i said to him are you going to tell me that all your traffic is andrew garfield and he says all my traffic is andrew garfield and and again that movie worked on such a meta level right because we are Watching Andrew Gar Garfield come through the portal just as much as we are watching Peter Parker and yeah. the restoration for Andrew Garfield, I think resonates with most with us more than the rest. We're underdogs. Like comic fans are, are underdogs that want the redemption. Him going Spider-Man three is us going like, yes, yeah. that's how I feel. And and so when he saves Zendaya and he's and he's feeling in the moment, we're excited for Andrew Garfield more than we're excited for Peter Parker. It's weird. It's it's into the metaverse. That's what that movie is. We are all now living in the Marvel universe. It, we just don't know it. Um, but but I'm telling you, man. So so look, here's the deal. Deadpool, X Men. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's get them going. Why aren't they going? Um um. And and, and here's the deal. I know the MC Fox figured it out. They got a formula. That R-rated formula worked. Again, Christian, my kids were 15 and 13 trying to see Deadpool, and they couldn't get into the theater. And I've told the story a million times and I'll make it really quick. They bought Zoolander two tickets instead. And I really ratted them out. I'm like, why are you giving the family money? To ben <laughs> okay. Call me. I'll make arrangements. I will walk in there with you and your, and it wasn't just them. They were going with their six other teenager, 15 year old friends. And they thought they could do. And the guy's like, you're not, you're not old enough to buy tickets to get in. Oh, but like teenagers, like we all were, I, I'm proud that he snuck in. I'm so proud of him. But on the end, like, you know, you don't know how much of that money on both of those. All, and Logan, too, went to other movies for people to sneak in. So do I do I trust that Disney is going to make an R-rated movie? Can you wake me up in two years <laughs> and, and show me that it worked? Okay. So yeah, that, 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 
That's yeah. the final button of my question was the life imitating art. Do you think that Deadpool is the way Marvel finally invests in the more adult content that DC's already doing? Like we have Peacemaker, we have uh, you know, Harley Quinn animated, we have R-rated DC. Fun. I feel like we have Deadpool to like I think he's gonna be the thing that matures Marvel in the cinematic universe. So I say I look when 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 John Favreau said this on the uh Mandalorian roundtable after season one. You know, because I'm, as an older dude, I'm always looking for a guy to connect with. So, you know, I texted him, let's hook up. No, I didn't. Um, but he said this on the round table. He's like, look, man, because I had a studio in the 90s full of young 20-somethings when I was late 20 or early 30-something. And when I talked shit about Return of the Jedi and the Ewoks, they're like, that's our first Star Wars movie we saw in theaters. Oh, see, I'm an OG, dude. I saw 1977 Star Wars. I lived there. It was my babysitter for 20 weeks, okay, and, and 33 screenings. And and by the time, so so Favreau is saying the exact same thing. He's like, by the time I went in to see Return of the Jedi, I just wasn't into it. And I remember I felt betrayed that it was another Death Star as a kid. Like, wait, 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 we're stopping another Death Star. They're just rebuilding, what? And then the, the in the news, the Starlog magazines, everybody had teased the, that the, that was going to be a Wookiee planet, not an Ewok planet. Credit to George for going, I'm losing guys like Rob Liefeld. I need the young crowd. I'm going, I'm doubling down on kids. He has incredible vision. But after that, what, what did I start watching? Alien, Aliens, Predator, the Lethal Weapon series, you know, RoboCop. Everything was R-rated in my life after that. That's where I found my, 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 I was ready to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. My son had his 16th birthday party with his entire varsity basketball team. We took them. He said, we said, what'd you want? He goes, we want opening night, Civil War, IMAX, boom. That picture is in on his bulletin board in his room. I look at it all the time. I'm like, I can't believe all these, you know, when I was a kid, the jocks didn't like the comic books. But the entire varsity basketball team, we took them to see Civil War. They are growing out of that. The, the Marvel fan is 12 years past Iron Man, okay, or, or older. And I'm with Koi. Get a mature, get yeah. a mature bridge. Because you balance it. You can have both just like the comics. Well, but that's, that's, that's why I think everything that scratches the badge you mentioned, Coy, Peacemaker, the Suicide Squad, these these types of things, because that's why I'd asked you uh, off air about uh, Peacemakers, because there's whether it's Peacemaker, whether it's the boys, there's yeah. that thing oh, that yeah. that you guys really did first, but it, but but they've taken that and and it's working right. So that's why with the success, also we we already know the success of both. Deadpool films, but with the success now of Peacemaker and the success of uh, critically at least with the Suicide Squad, um, then maybe you know that that they take a shot by doing it. But you know, you I mentioned think Deadpool's uh, the guy. I think so too. But Rob, you mentioned a lot of stuff inside of there though about X Men and 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 uh, Fantastic Four. You had mentioned. Yeah. So let's let, let's pivot and let's go to Doctor Strange. Let's go to let's go to yes because. There's so much shit that could happen in this movie. There's something. There's rumors that Tom Cruise is going to pop in as 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 um, Iron Man. There's rumors that that you're going to get a variant of, of Reed Richards in there. What do you want to see in this movie? What do you think should happen if you were you know advising for what you'd want to see? Uh, uh, well, uh, is there a better is there a better time to to, to promote? Deadpool than, than than this movie? I, I don't know. But besides that, besides that, we've all heard the rumors. Here's the deal. Let's talk about this on you work in the business. You work in the business. I work in the business. Here's the deal. You all know. I want to know. Have either you been caught trying to sneak into a screening of Doctor Strange too? That that's what. Uh, okay. See, <laughs> they are testing 
the shit out of this. Oh, movie. they're testing it right yeah. now. Oh wow. Yeah, but they yeah. know my face. Oh god. Yeah. Testing it. Should address the Deadpool. Um. Well, <laughs> that, that, I I should do that. I I should do that. Um. Uh. The thing is, um, they're testing it. It's all getting out. We're all guilty of hitting those hashtags. There's always that one guy. Because here's how I know. When Deadpool, uh, both films did fan screenings, I would always hit the hashtags to see who was leaking. Um, and, and I'm not looking, I mean, they're, they're masking their identity behind a screen name, but I'm like, if the information is spot on, you know that guy just walked out of that screen tonight, okay? That Because I knew when the fan screenings were going on. And so you're like, so we're all hitting those hashtags. And I'm like, oh crap, they're, they're showing this. People are seeing this. Oh, I mean, I think it's safe to say, uh, some of the stuff you just said, that's out there. It's happening. It's in, it's, it's been seen. It's, it's, and so, so dude, give us lots of that because here's, here's where I'm caught up in Disney. Uh, my, 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 buddy in the business couldn't believe it when he's like, no, 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 no. Sony gives some of that money on theatrical to Disney. It does not. That is not true. They keep every damn penny. That's the trade-off for obviously Holland being in infinity war Endgame. game. Right. Right. right we we know this that's the trick sony doesn't get any of that money disney doesn't get any of that no way home billions and 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 so i'm sure the disney stockholders are like uh so, so our next one's gonna be as special as this right because again sony's like we're gonna campaign for best picture and it's working yeah the town is considering it like oh that was because coy and i we were there that premiere I mean, right before the pandemic crashed us again, it was this kumbaya moment. Everyone, I mean, when I saw Dwight Howard on the carpet, I'm like, holy shit, is the whole Laker team coming? Like everyone <laughs> wanted to see this movie. Everyone was there to see Spider-Man. It was triumphant. So so you know that they need Doctor Strange to hit multiple home runs. It's 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 so that's why they're testing the crap out of it. And here's, let's get back to, you want to know what I want to see? I want to see the breaking case of, in case of emergency moves. You've got them behind glass. All the Fox shit is there. Break all that glass. Bring it all in. We want that. You, I, I love Tom Cruise. If he's in it for 90 seconds, I'll see it three times. Okay. <laughs> you, you, you want me to see it six times? You bring some of that stuff in. Okay. And, and, uh, and, I, and, and, and actually I know on some level, some of it is already there. I have just revoked every all every one of my passes just got revoked because I'm having a good time on your show. I I am I am in a cuddle with my my movie badges. That, it's over. It's over. I'm done. So now, Rob, you and I talked like four or five years ago on air, and I said what I want is Deadpool kills the Fox universe because it was right. right as Deadpool three was ramping yeah. up. Deadpool two had just come out. To me, it seems like what Doctor Strange can do is if there's an incursion event, like in Secret Wars, it can kill the Fox universe. So yeah. what we, we talked about almost half a decade ago could come true. And I think you keep Deadpool because he would know about other universes so we could break the fourth wall. If you were involved in him coming into the MCU, would you want that fourth wall self-awareness of Fox having existed like we of talked course. about? No, no, no. You, you can't put the fourth wall back in the jar. And again, uh, following the... Look, people go, hey, She-Hulk broke the fourth wall first. She did. So when she does it, if she does it on the show that, that we're having coming up, yes. You know, there were lots of characters that broke the fourth wall. I'm not threatened by the fourth wall introduction of Deadpool because it's not what made him popular. It's just another tool in his bag. He should absolutely utilize it. Ryan does it so well. Joe Kelly 
put that in the comic with 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 Deadpool and 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 they've already utilized it in all the the first two appearances. Uh, I, I I mean, look, everything's possible now. I mean, credit where credit is due. Lord Miller into the Spider Verse was genius. It was the first time I my kids are asking me questions about multiverses and dimensions. And then you know it, the funny part is, you know, it wasn't wasn't the Flash. Um, whatever that multiverse movie wasn't that announced before no way home i mean i, I kind of feel like dc was out. just like D- here's what dc does they go up to the mic and they go we're doing batman versus superman and then feige three weeks later goes we're doing civil war cap versus iron man Mike <laughs> drop. good good on you good on you oh by the way we'll get there first um I, we were walking out of the theater on one of our multiple local showings of no way home uh, and 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 a family's like, and isn't DC kind of doing this concept? And I'm like, eh, they may have actually introduced it first in their comics. So, but in the culture we, li- we live in, if you see it first, they own it, right? So yeah. Marvel owns the multiverse. But I mean, it. Re- I don't think you get No Way Home without Lord and Miller's, you know, excellent Into the Spider Verse. But now that we've seen it in live action, come on, how many justifications can there be? From well, you remember back when they broke them. And all the Spider-Man came in and Dr. Strange's like, oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't cover that hole up in Tunisia. And I didn't, oh, that one in New Orleans. I, I, did, I got there too late to close that hole. Someone came through. I mean, like, it's all there. The, the stage is set. Let's jam. Let's, I, I swear to you, I, I heard they did Batman's parents dying again in the Matt Reeves. I, I, I honestly, I may have to like cling myself. Really, I don't want to ever see that origin again. If we have um, pearls again, I'm so done with pearls. No, I don't dude, like we know, we pearls. know. Batman's parents got killed coming out of the movie theater. Okay, Spider-Man got bit by... We know all the origins. We know. You do not need to show me Krypton ever again. <laughs> His planet exploded. Done. Got it. It's We know it, okay? Well, just to push back, to push back a little bit on that, though, Rob. Yeah. Don't you think, though, for... Because for us, yes, and, and as far as the generations go, I agree with you, right? Like, and that's that was one of the reasons why they went away from the Andrew Garfield. They didn't show the origin. Right. And they didn't even show it with, with Holland because we'd seen it. But... Yeah. When you have a new generation that maybe is discovering this Batman and is a younger Batman, and it really is like this, it's like that first start of him, like not year one necessarily, but it's him starting out and, and dealing with the aggression. And it's not the Bale Batman years later. It's not the Affleck Batman years later. It's it's brand new. So if it's a new audience that's finding Batman for the first time, right? Couldn't you make him six years ago? Or they Who doesn't know Batman? Batman? No, no, no but I'm Christian, just, I love you, Christian. I love you. You 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 have a salient point. It is, it is very, it's sound, it's, it's, but here's the deal. Here's how this works. Hey, how'd you get to be Batman anyway? Ah, my parents were killed. I mean, it's like, if, if, like, ah, my parents got shot. I mean, I've, I've but seen. I pissed off about it and I put a mask on and now I beat the shit out of everybody. I mean, you know what? I, I told you earlier, you asked me what I was watching. Um, yeah. Look, I, I feel like there's an entire corner of the universe um, that, 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 uh, that Taylor Sheridan has forged. Yeah. He wrote Sicario yeah. and Sicario two, and then directed wind river and hell or high water. He wrote, and then, um, and obviously his enormous success of Yellowstone. And here's the deal. You know, I, I hear this now from my friends who are pitching shows and people are like, we need a macho show like Yellowstone. Cause, cause, cause we need macho and just watch that. I'd reach show with Alan Richardson. That thing is going to blow up because we, we've the, the, the macho is raging again. But the point I'm making is, in 1883, yeah. like, hey, um, you know, first episode, I just, you know, I understood that that a couple of the characters came from the Civil War. You know what? I don't need to see the Civil War. And and now they're at an all-time, like, 
you cut in. There's a battlefield. There's a cannon. That's a civil war. Boom. I got it. Okay. Um, you know, like I just, everything doesn't have to be shown. Like, and, and again, Batman, didn't we get the origin in justice league didn't we get the origin i mean i just i feel like it's all the time and but and i think the multiverse is going to prove we don't need origins like i think dr strange we could have like wesley snipes's blade come back and if people don't get it because it was in 98 we still will and you're still going to get mahershala like we i don't think you need to spoon feed people as much anymore and in the age of nostalgia and metamodernism which is what i think we're in now people like us are going to go oh wesley snipes and the people that don't won't be taken out of it it won't be negative so but, I don't but, think you have a negative in not showing too much. But Christian has, he has, uh, it's in my head now. And now I'm thinking, no, do an entire movie about the origin. Why did they pick that movie? Why that night? Why those seats? Why <laughs> that theater? Like the buildup. Why did the Waynes go to this theater? And why, you know, why did they, and why was Bruce out so late? I, I honestly think like, Maybe there's a mini, an eight issue mini series <laughs> that Matt Reeves can do after this that culminates with what we've dreaded the whole time that all everything you've been watching has built to this. They're going tonight to that theater. If and, Taylor Sheridan oh writes God. it, I'm in. HBO Max's Pearls. That's right. Honestly, I, I, I'm now on the see when I oppose something, I go, Are you really correct in opposing this? Think of this through. And I'm, I'm I, th- I think Warner Brothers. There's an eight out. There's eight hours on the table that we're gonna see the night, the night, the screening. The Waynes go to the movies. Okay, I, 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 I don't know that we've seen it enough. I flipped entirely. I don't know that we've seen it enough. They'll call it movie night, but with a K, movie yeah. night, because Batman's always night in every Batman title at DC right now. So, so, so for your for your view, your viewers, I'm gonna tell you something, that, and I learned a long time ago. All DC heroes are born of tragedy. Aquaman's dad uh, drowned. Um, uh, 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 Batman's mom and dad were shot. Superman's planet, you know, blew up. If you go through, that was the 1950s. Everyone born of tragedy. Um, all Flash is kind of the pivot character. All the chemicals fell on him and gave him his powers. Then Stan was like, everybody's a scientific experiment. Bruce Banner was too close to the nuke. Uh, radioactive spider. Uh, Reed Richards, you know, got up in a rocket and got hit by rays. Everything in Marvel is by science. You know, again, I didn't watch that Russo brother Marvel versus DC, but I just explained to you Marvel and DC, and like that's what separates them. Born of tragedy, all very Shakespearean, and born of science is the the Stan Lee way. Um, so they should just put that in front of every movie. Yeah, I, <laughs> origins. Origins. You were about to see the story of a man whose parents were killed coming out of the movie theater by Joe Chill. <laughs> you, we now join Batman in Gotham City. <laughs> So are um, you excited for, we got this next wave of like Technicolor madness with Thor and with all these other, you know, elements, Guardians of the Galaxy. We're kind of entering this, this Kirby visual age. Yeah. And as someone that like loves the Bronze Age of comics, what do you think we're going to get for the mainstream audience out of Thor, Guardian 3, and this more, you know, Quantumania, this insane stuff? So I know for a fact that Deadpool 1 got the consideration it did because Guardians did so well because the president flat out told me so that when Guardians did so well under James Gunn in that summer 2014, he said, wow, we have to reconsider what we have here. That was the first kind of movement towards something. The reason I'm bringing up James Gunn is uh, he and Taika Waititi are the two most unpredictable filmmakers right now. I don't, I, I, I know that everything 
It's all bonkers all the time. I loved the Suicide Squad. I was very disappointed in, in how little people showed up to see it this summer because yeah. I watched it multiple times. I could not believe how well done it was. Again, the R rating made all of those characters better. Yeah. Harley Quinn finally got to Harley, in my opinion, like under James' direction. But same with Taika. Ragnarok was such a, I mean, it, our heads were spinning, right? Because it was just unpredictable what, the, what they were going to say, what they were going to do, how it was going to look. So, yeah, my most anticipated Marvel film by far is Love and Thunder. I, I, I cannot, I mean, we've only seen him take one crack at the Marvel Universe. So, so and again, with Gunn coming back and doing Guardians uh, 3, I mean, look, I, I think the two of them, are, are some of the most exciting filmmakers and and they just there there's nothing that intimidates them i feel like they kind of write their own rules they don't adhere to any existing rules which is why everything is so fresh and look those movies pulled it off i mean the guardians guardians one not an r-rated movie just but we all know the most audience pleasing if it comes on at any point you watch it you just finish it it's so good he's and, and again i'm gonna i'm gonna get around to, to peacemaker it's just that's a movie. I, that's a show I will be consuming on my own, and uh, and and so I have to just kind of you know work out time and the schedule to come and consume it. But I hear it's great. People love it. I, does it lean as hard into the R stuff? Oh as, yeah, okay. it's insane. It's it's more than I expected on mainstream TV. And then I remember it was HBO. It's impressive. But yeah, Doctor Strange. Hey man, let's let's bring it all uh, to answer that other question. And and and, and I, I you know whatever they're testing, I I, I kind of feel like each the result of each test that's being reported in the press is. We need to put more more cool shit in that movie. That's why I'm trying to go because I want to see each version of it. Like I'm not trying to spoil. Yeah. I'm trying to anti-spoil. I want to know before I hear about it so I can. I wish they wouldn't screen it though because like look at all the leaks that happen with with Spider-Man stuff and then to get that again. It's like I want to stay away from like social media again because it like I was so jealous of. Uh, I just I had a conversation with my friend Jeff Dye, who's a comedian, and he never watches trailers. He doesn't do anything. He just yeah. goes in and he watches it. He experienced No Way Home so differently than we all did because we all had heard forever the reports of it the leaks that happened he had no clue so he lost his mind when those moments happened yeah i don't want to hear shit i want to just like you know if if any of these people show and i wish i didn't i didn't even hear it for a split second that tom cruise might be in this thing because i'd be like holy right. shit i didn't know that was going to happen but is that is that because the business we're in rob that it's just too hard to avoid at this point so i'm so the, the one thing i started doing five years ago and, and i was as guilty as anybody I would chase spoilers. Yeah. I would, I would read reviews before movie came out. I now no longer do partake in that at any time. I understand the trailers are difficult. Sometimes I miss them. Um, uh, obviously Spider-Man, they were so outlandish, the rumors that I was not going to believe it until I saw it. So seeing it and we were with the crowd that saw it that night. The, I got to tell you, I want, so my wife, God bless her. She's married to a comic book guy. Um, she, Everyone in our family had seen it. It had only been out for two days. I had to get her there so she wouldn't be spoiled. She knew nothing. I literally am sitting next to her. And so in an audience, when Toby and 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 uh, and 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 Andrew come through for the first time, my wife is like your friend going, wait, what? Toby McGuire's back? And I'm like, you, you're so not into anything. This surprised you. But everyone else in the theater, it must have been their third viewing because no one reacted but wow. when we saw it opening night i mean it was a concert an industry screening people lost their shit they awesome. lost their minds so so i'm with you look here's the deal i know this again i can only go by the movies that i know we never showed the tags 
Fox never showed the tags on Deadpool. They they would screen them without them. So you at least got that one thing. And, uh, you know, I had seen him come out like Ferris Bueller and tell the audience who wanted an expansion of that world that Cable was coming for the next movie. I mean, right there, promised it. And the next time, we've got Cable. But not one single fan screening, preview screening, had it until opening night. So that's really the best we can do nowadays. But look, Doctor Strange, I, I, Chris, I'm going to tell you, I did not believe Toby and, and Andrew were coming through until I saw them. And I, I literally, I was like, it, it, it's happening. So that one, I don't really mind. I am of the mind now. I avoid, you know, like I have to get up and watch Boba Fett early. Yeah. I have, you know, now, now you have to actively avoid the internet, right? Yeah. Because because people love to spoil. It, it, it's unfortunate. But I'm, I'm with you, man. I, I understand that I wish that stuff wasn't out there. My... My formula is always this. If we're hearing about three things, there's three more that they've hidden. Right. And and, and so I, I, I that's my answer is I believe that's kind of the, the basic trade-off nowadays. So that's fair. And I just I Rob, I could talk to you about so much and we have so much more to I talk about. All the time. No, I know, I know. So but but before before we let you go, because we got we gotta have you on again because there's so much more right. to talk about it. Because I want to there's uh, let's talk about Ozark because what you said to me off air resonated with me very much so where there are certain things that my wife just won't watch yeah. so i gotta watch it i gotta watch it by myself whether it's boba fed or or whatever yeah. these things are but ozark we watch I'm, I'm about four episodes into the first seven um i love this show i think that this show as much as popular as it is i still think it's not as popular as it should be no 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 no, no. you're right yeah it's I, this is this is breaking bad but the family's in on it um it's, so it is you know uh we've seen every episode we rewatched a couple seasons just to get back into it. Um, but it it we we are day one Ozarkers, and and the very first episode, I turned to my wife and, and we're like, Jason Bateman is 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 reborn. It's his third act. I mean, it's like it's it's like Brolin had his Goonies Young Gun act, then he had his No Country for Old Man act, and then he came back with a third act, which became Sicario to Thanos to you know right. Jason Bateman is like, and some of those episodes he directs and you're like wait so you're like an a-list director you're you're th this the crime the drama the treachery the mature um i'm with you if it was on hbo it would be their biggest show it, it would out succession succession but like you know just like i had to get my boys to watch succession and they're like oh it's the best show on television you didn't even know about it a week ago like you like right. i love they take like a oh, i'm in on the and yeah you're in on because mom and i begged you we begged you but so now we're begging my kids again at, so this point my my sons are 21 and 19 they're the perfect audience for this yeah but but um you know look ozark it like you said it's breaking bad i mean it's it's what doesn't it have it has hillbilly mobsters it's got the mexican cartels yep. it's got drugs drugs sex fbi i mean and and you're gonna find as you watch it deeper you know it's jason bateman is truly i mean different people in the in the series continue to refer to him as like like he's almost like the reed richards he's got yeah. this whip smart brain that will always find a way and i love they always present this scenario that you're like he's not getting out of this one and somehow you know it all fits and I, so you're only on the first season no 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 four episodes into the last season oh yeah yeah no no so so you know like in season two you're like oh so laura linney you exist so that i hate you 
I freaking hate you. I told my wife, I go in season three, I, it would, it would be hard for me to not slap her on the street and go, I hate you. I hate what you've done. I'm like, she's an, if you're going to watch Ozark, she's an awful person. Okay. She's just an awful person. And it's hard. Like, obviously Rob Liefeld, yes, Laura Linney is a sweet, talented, amazing actress. It is a testament to her character that I want to like punish her in real life. Um, is, no, yeah, no. she is. Well, there is something about that character for sure. What, where, I mean, even and if you watch this last episode without spoiling anything for anybody, I feel like the daughter is really starting to. There's an episode where I'm at where she's in the yeah. park with someone else and she's talking to someone, and I'm like, wow, you might as well just been Laura Linney deep faked right there. Yeah, yes, yeah. the same character. Well, but, the sins of the father. Yeah, it's all coming out. It's all of that, and it's and it's the way that they play, and it's the it's the corruption of all of it, and it's like. It's it's a brilliant show, uh, Corey. Have you watched any of it yet? I uh... oh, lost you a little bit. Lose your audio. Yeah, I lost my audio. Okay. Uh, I've actually watched the first three seasons, but okay. I was trying to mute and not hear season four spoilers. You guys, we're not going to spoil. We're not going. We're not going to. We spoil. haven't done any spoilers. No, I mean, no literally, spoilers. my 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 hardcore resentment of her started in 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 season two and three. But again, that plays to the dynamic. Like, yeah. it, it, look, it is. I'm with you. The, the best thing you said, Christian. It, if this, I don't, you know, I hope that it just continues to garner all the attention, all the praise that look, we've seen it. Word of mouth works, man. Look, nothing. So Cobra Kai, oh, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be honest. My buddy was a first adopter YouTube. And for two years, why aren't you watching this? Rob, this show was made for you. It's made for you. It's made for you. And I'm like, it's on YouTube. I'm never watching it. Like YouTube television. I watch YouTube. Yeah. You, I'm not signing up. I'm not buying a membership. <laughs> It's like it's not happening for me. Like it's 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 a bridge too far for their TV platform that no longer exists. But the thing is, the minute it got on, you know, Netflix, and we all experienced it, and 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 that show had been around, and and obviously there are millions of eyeballs on YouTube, millions. Yeah. But but it moved to a different platform, and you watch Ralph Macchio go from eighty followers. To three million fall because now people are discovering discovery. It's fun when stuff gets discovered. Yeah. And I, I've again getting back to Peacemaker, which obviously I've seen all the gun stuff. I just have to I have to absorb You'll love it. You'll love it. But I see James Gunn out there. I think he's even more he's even shocked by saying, like, we're the number one show in the world right now. Yeah. Well, that's word of mouth. I mean, that's Peacemaker again is not a a-list character. He's Most like D-list. Like that's like yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy level. Yeah. What? And Gunn is so good at that. And I honestly yeah. think that we're gonna have people discover with Doctor Strange so many properties that was before their time. That's why I brought up Wesley Snipes. Is I think the Blade movie really kicked off Marvel, and a lot of people have only seen from like 2008 on. And I feel like the Cobra Kai experience got people on Karate Kid in a way that like another another property could. I'm really excited for people of this generation to discover the 80s authentically. Yeah, me, me too. Uh, last question for you, Rob, before we let you go here, because this is something I, I, I got into a whole big discussion when I tweeted this out about uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who I love. And I think she does yeah. a great job with Mandalorian, uh, Mandalorian, I should say, uh, Boba Fett. But yeah, uh, you yeah, know. yeah. But um, but either way, my my everyone was talking about how they wanted her to do a film, and I said, why? So we wait four or five years before she actually gets it, and then she has creative differences, and she walks off the project because she has to give her a full series, let her uh, direct every one of those episodes, and that leads into my question: They'll never do this, and because especially with the last two movies, it made billions of dollars. But if they said, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna give and and doing everything that we did for those first two movies, but we're gonna give Deadpool a series instead of that movie, but. It's not going to change the tone. Yeah. Not going to. It, would you be Would you be happy with that, or would you go now? We need well, a third movie. This pivots because I was gonna. I was gonna like 
put an addendum to my original answer, which I never really completely finished because I, I stray with all my crazy, you know, thoughts and distractions. The thing about Disney and, 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 and Deadpool, look, my thing is just get out of Ryan Reynolds way. Just, just the, um, his imprimatur is so felt on both films. He lives those films. He's at those fan screenings. He's in the editing room. He's giving copious notes. Um, you know, he would call and tell me after the, I always knew the reshoots on Deadpool 2 were going to take place in March. Everybody was going to reassemble. He, you know, didn't have to reach out, but he says, Rob, you should know they love your other babies too. That's why we are going back to put more cable and more domino in the movie. Um, that's a guy who is, uh, you know, listening to the audience. Yeah. And so when they did the reshoots in March, because there's a there's a fight in the Deadpool 2 movie when they're on that moving transport with the with the prisoners and i that's when i was on set watching that originally that's cool well, we saw the, the reshoot domino wasn't on that truck she yeah. wasn't fighting she was in the middle of the three-way fight um certain characters had different fates and and it was like but they they expanded roles um he is just always listening he's always i mean the guy is deadpool he's taken over the role he is as irrepla irreplaceable in that role i mean i don't envy them replacing wolverine i think that's a really difficult um, recast and they probably wise to avoid it as possible long as possible but if he wanted to do that um you know any anything any way that he wants to see see what what happened since disney bought fox is he's found other outlets free guy is completely ryan running free he grabbed that property he shaped it into what would become this monster break another monster breakout for him um He's really, you've seen with his maximum effort company and his advertisements. I mean, that Valentine's Day match.com with Satan. I mean, Ryan is, a, he's a creative genius. And I, I just want, I, I'd just be happy to know that they would just be like, look, you, we're busy trying to get people to pay attention to the Eternals. Okay. You're on lock over here on Deadpool. Just go do that. Do whatever. Blank check, Deadpool, because now we got to shape everybody into, you know, paying attention to this other new launch. What we're trying to get people to know Moon Knight and She-Hulk on the platform. Right. I mean, I remember, I mean, dude, you understand, Feige came into power doing three movies a year, right? That That's when he, then one day, Iger shows up and's like, hey, dude, we're moving into the streaming business. This is the new world. Look, um, I'm going to need like, 20 more hours from you, 22. Right. You're good, right? That's good. I'm sure he was like, wait, what? I, I'm not not theatrical. Now I'm doing four shows a year. Yeah. And they can be from eight to six. <laughs> like, I've always been like, how did that go down? I know how that went down. Like, here's a new contract. But the thing is, um, with, with Deadpool, just let Ryan go, man. Like, yeah. and, and here's the deal, dude. You know, I I the truth, truth be told, um, I'm not getting any younger. Ryan's not getting any younger, but that's why I'm like, the time is now, you know, the time, like, like get this stuff out there. Um, the guy is in his prime, the brilliance of Deadpool. And I do have to go back on what I've said and not go back. I have to acknowledge that, that, that I have said this, Ryan can play Deadpool till he's 60 easy because he's covered in prosthetics. Right. I mean that, that he is like a, when he goes to the, you know, boil face, scar face level that he can show up. And, you know, he remember that 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 period in films where it was like, 
Chris Evans had to take his shirt off to show you the fan that he was ripped like Cap. <laughs> and, and, and and even Downey Jr. got some shirtless yeah. shots. Yeah, and yeah. then Chris Hemsworth's like, hold my beer. Uh, let me show you how this works. Um, I feel like we're past that kind of everyone taking their shirt off to show how buff they are anymore. Um, but like Ryan doesn't like, like Deadpool doesn't need that. He doesn't need to be Downey Jr. You know, staying fit when he's 56, eight, you know, 60. He Deadpool is latex. It's the costume. You know, we've already seen him buck naked in Deadpool one fighting with Ed screen. Does it get better than that? Okay. You know? So, so, I mean, I just think give it to Ryan, let him run. Uh, people want it. You know, the, the reason the great thing about the Deadpool property, it is far from being overexploited, right? I mean, far. That that they have a lot of goodwill in the tank, and it's a character people love. So people always every, the reason why they're looking for him in every film and every after credits is how bad they want it. Right. You know, so it's great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a show it was, and just like that. An hour and 12 minutes, <laughs> seconds. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Rob Liefeld. Uh, you can follow him at Robert Liefeld. You can also, your podcast is Rob Observations, and they can find that on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and everywhere. Yes, yes. Everywhere you can podcast. hear me ramble endlessly. It's not as interesting as this, but almost. Well, I would, uh, I, I'm definitely going to be listening. I love listening to you talk. I'd love to have you back on and talk more because we didn't even get into the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or any of that stuff. And I'd love to talk to you about that eventually too. Uh, that's, that's awesome. Look at that. Bryce Dallas Howard owned everybody this really last did. week. Really I, cool. I could not believe how many shots I just paused and looked at the frame, that elevator the scene, the lighting, all yeah, of it, all so of good. it. She's amazing. So, really Hey, thank you for having me on Koi. Thank you. Great seeing you. You guys have a great rest of your week next time we'll talk more profit with jake man i'm excited i'm, I'm, I'm ready i'm ready we have so many so much more i'm coming back so much please do ladies and gentlemen rob liefeld koji andrew everybody and make sure that you check out everything we got going on here as i mentioned to you before please subscribe show a little will you and uh, hit the notification button don't forget about talking about podcasts you apple podcast right there spotify all of it ladies and gentlemen that's the big thing hits me it's rob liefeld it's koji andrew we'll see you next time <laughs>